It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Welcome to the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud talk radio network on iHeartRadio, where you will hear the voice of freedom, the out loud truth. I'm your host, Mary Fanning. We've been talking about the things that are taking place in America and how the Citizens Commission on Restoring America can help to take back this country. That will take the American people standing shoulder to shoulder to take back our country. But in order to understand that which is taking place right now, we have to understand the context in, in which some of this took place. And that goes back to 2007 uh, with TARP and with some interesting people that came on the scene at that, at that point. Uh, that goes back to the IMF, to Christine Lagarde, and particularly to Barack Obama's good friend that we always saw at the Ramadan dinner at the White House, and that would be Mohammed al Arian out of Egypt. He was once married to Jamie Walters, uh, the daughter of the Arkansas state senator, William Walters. And in fact, he had to sue for his citizenship. Uh, he was born of a UN diplomat and was not accorded US citizenship. But he's the man that's directing how our economy should be run at this point. And so, so many things are happening in, in the country that it's important to think of one word when you're thinking about America and what those are uh, doing, those who are not interested in our sovereign nation and our sovereign power. They're looking for the globalization of America. So that's what they're doing is they outsource and offshore our economy. And um, too many of these people are connected to uh, the Nazi collaborator, George Soros, who's all about the destruction of the United States of America. So uh, Mohammed Al-Aryan is telling us how we should run our economy. And that's interesting coming from a guy who's um, out of Egypt and uh, was on the board of PIMCO. And there's all sorts of stories about uh, he and what took place with he and Bill Gross at PIMCO and hit the New York Times and the screaming fights as he left there. But right now he's, he's directing us and how our economy should be uh, driven and why we should or should not be concerned about the things that are taking place there. So even though uh, Alarian was born of a, a diplomat in New York City and uh, 1958 to Egyptian parents. Um, he then moved to Egypt where he uh, spent his early childhood. And now he's back telling us how to run uh, the economy and telling us how they've, we've changed our system and not to worry. Well, we do need to worry. And the reason we need to worry is because we have so many globalists like Alarion in charge of our economy. And those that are agreeing uh, in full agreement with uh, the likes of Thomas Friedman, the, the good buddy to Barack Obama who told us that the world is flat. The world is flat, meaning that the globe is now our economy, not the United States of America. And that's what people have to stand up to in the United States. 
This is not about we take care of the globe's economy. Right now, our country is in, in imminent danger. We have open borders. We have jihadists running our board, our border. We have illegals. And that's not just going to be uh, a short-term problem. What we're looking at is what the cost of these illegals will be uh, in our uh, policies for everything that's going to be affecting this country for a good long time. We have 7 million illegals that have run this our border, our open borders, thanks to the puppet, Joe Biden. And I'm sure many remember what took place with Barack Obama, how he said he would like a third term and that he would like to be the puppet master from his basement, just telling others what to do. And all these illegals that are coming in, this will, this will have massive costs to the American people for the cost of these illegals for four decades. This, there will be social costs, the welfare costs, the cost to our education system, our healthcare system, our justice system. You know, think about the amount of money that we're sending and, and handing to these illegals. What is, is reparations for, for running our border, for breaking the law, or the amount of them coming into our education system where how many different languages will be spoken in our schools and, and uh, the children can't understand one another or, or they have nothing in common or the cost that it takes to educate people from across the globe. Uh, how about giving free health care to everyone that breaks into our country? The government has no money. So what does that mean? That means the American people are having all of this put on their backs. This, this uh, operation to destroy our country, to take away our sovereign power with all these illegals and these cartels. It's not just that. Understand who's running these cartels, who's running the Sinaloa cartel uh, with fentanyl into our country. That's China. And why that is important is because you know, we just saw Jesus this week as he met with Putin and he called Putin his junior partner. And G is the one who has been running these cartels, Sinaloa, out of Mexico and into the United States. That's China. That's China running uh, the Sinaloa and, and their, their unrestricted warfare of drugs into our country. We've lost more people from fentanyl, this fentanyl crisis, than we did in the combination of those lost in wars in this country. We've lost over 107,000 people of our youth to fentanyl poisoning, fentanyl poisoning. Now, please understand that many of these young people that were poisoned with fentanyl, you know, they thought they were buying Adderall or um, something for anxiety that was available for sale. But in fact, in fact, we, we even had um, young people from the football team from one of our academies that thought that they were buying um, pot or some other drug and they got one touch of it for four young men an extraordinary shape and they began foaming from the mouth and dying. The two others tried to give them mouth to mouth and they too ended up. And I'm not sure where the rest of that story went. Did any of them survive? But that was fentanyl. 
And that was coming from China. And this is unrestricted warfare. This is toward the destruction of the United States of America because they are trying to take us down and they're getting pretty close to doing so um, via unrestricted warfare to destroy this country. And behind all this, it's not just the, it's not just China. We also have the traitors from within. Those that Marcus Tullius Cicero warned are the most dangerous. Those that move among us, the communists that move among us of this Biden administration. And so we are truly in imminent danger of losing our country. Uh, and the idea that now we're listening to the likes of Mohammed Al-Aryan, that he's going to be the, the touchstone where, where we should go to listen to what we should do with our economy is really quite stunning. Why? This is the, the same guy that they was sold to us under Obama as some sort of guru that knew how to fix our economy. And he's telling us, oh, don't worry. Well, you should be plenty worried because you have globalists and foreigners in charge of where this country is going. And uh, let me introduce my guest tonight. I have with me Alan Jones, investigative journalist. Alan, how are you feeling about Mohammed Al-Aryan? I think he is the wrong person to be advising any leadership in this country on how to run the U.S. economy. Just like Obama, Biden also surrounds himself with oftentimes foreign-born officials who give the wrong advice and send us further in the wrong direction. Yeah, so, so Mohammed Al-Aryan is telling us not to worry about the economy. It's just fine. So despite the fears that many individuals have and what that small companies will lose their deposits because of this uh, Silicon Valley uh, bank's failure, understand the Silicon Valley bank and its failure had everything to do with China. China. They were taking on deals uh, and that others who were risk adverse would go nowhere near. So why are the American people and the Federal Reserve, by the way, the Federal, which is not federal, nor is it a reserve. Uh, why are they going to um, prop up all, all these lousy deals? And where is that going to end? That's going to end on the backs of the American people. That's going to go to them via fees uh, and other ways to, to pick their pockets, basically. This is about picking your pockets, people. Understand that the thieves are coming your way. And that includes those who, who say that it's okay with what's taken place with SBB. Um, El Arian is confident that all the bank customers will get their man money back. Well, I guess so if you keep printing money and pushing for inflation and inflate our dollars until you know we'll start looking like the other countries that have gone through this, this nonsense. And that's because communists took over. You know, you can go and find the pictures of people with wheelbarrows of cash going in to buy groceries. That's where we're going if the American people don't stand up and take this back. And the likes of Mohammed al-Aryan, um, who's out of Egypt, where, of course, the Muslim Brotherhood, the advent of the Muslim Brotherhood, that was Esam al-Aryan. We don't know if they're related or not. But Esam al-Aryan was the head of the Muslim Brotherhood. He was put in prison for many years. Uh, he got out during the time that they took over Egypt and um, Morsi was put in power. Uh, but we have people who don't belong directing the policies of our country um, doing so right now. 
And that includes Mohammed Alarian. Why is our mainstream media giving such voice to this guy, Alan? Any idea? Well, again and again, um, the left, such as Obama, they appoint people who are unqualified, who have a America last outlook and a pessimistic outlook to the future of this country. What they do is they recommend poor policies that then send us in deeper trouble. And then when we get in deeper trouble, they then come to the rescue with an even worse policy that sets us back even more. The latest example being Biden saying that the FDIC is going to cover all account holders, regardless of whether or not the size of the account exceeded the $250,000 FDIC limit. And El Arian now is saying that this is going to be pretty much how it is from now on out. There's no turning back. I don't remember hearing Congress or the Senate uh, debate this on the floor. They just did it. Well, it's interesting that while at the IMF, Alarian rose to prominence uh, as he dumped $2 billion of Argentine debt less than two years before the country's $100 billion default. And so many believe that the country would, would stop being able to repay its debts once they started um, pushing the entire country into default. And so um, interesting that that Alarion and uh, was in that position at the IMF, International Monetary Fund. And he also took a bullish pos- position on the <clears throat> Brazilian bonds, just as his rivals so- sold out. Um, wh- how, what was the ups- upsurge of that? How did that benefit them? Well, Alarion's background is in um, overseas assets, um, growing economies overseas and in the bond market. He has really no experience in uh, stock picking or equities. And so once again, a lot of the focus seems to be on what's good for the rest of the world and not what's good for the United States. Let's compare El Arian to John Kerry. John Kerry is all about the U.S. making sacrifices that hurt us, supposedly to help bring up the less fortunate countries. Yeah, so let me take that to Alarion and his quote, the new normal that he started selling us as they started collapsing our economy with Obama in 2009. And uh, that was toward our destruction. And then we found out that they weren't funding the American people with TARP. It was going to foreign banks. And it, had, it went to cover a bunch of crooks who were inside our markets that were uh, weaponizing mortgages against the American people. Yes. And, you know, I don't know how Egypt is a country that's a great example of a successful economy. They've really um, been a marginal developing country. Um, For anyone who has ever spent any time there, there is not like uh, shining downtowns with successful uh, banks and successful capitalism. And uh, his father being, you know, a diplomat of the United Nations, the United Nations is full of communists. So this is not really good pedigree from which to be picking someone to be an advisor to President Obama or perhaps vicariously through Obama to President Biden. Yeah, it was pretty stunning when Frontline was trying to push this narrative of these foreign investors, that these were the men that were going to save our economy. No, these were the men that were redistributing our, our economy, that were globalizing our economy, and uh, were doing anything but 
saving America. They were um, they were taking our economy and they were globalizing it. But who was ending up holding the bag? Well, that would be the American people. So as we go into this break, let me remind our listeners that America Out Loud Talk Radio plays on iHeartRadio Network. You can also listen to our media player from any web browser anywhere in the world. We have the best in-class apps on Apple, Android, and Alexa, where we stream 24-7. And now you can also hear them on the podcast and on those same apps. So after this commercial interruption, we will be back in just two minutes. You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com where we're healing America one person at a time. Welcome back to the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud talk radio network on iHeartRadio. This is where you will hear the voice of freedom, the out loud truth. With me is my guest, Alan Jones, investigative journalist. And we're looking at the transference of the United States of America to the globalists. Alan, how disturbing do you find it that we have cartels running our borders, that we have unrestricted warfare being run against our country with drugs, but also some of the things that are uh, taking place. How do we expect the American people to understand replacement theory? Well, people understand that replacement theory comes from a, uh, actually from a Nazi plan, Kudenhova Kalerji connected to George Soros, but also it's running all these people into our country who are not uh, Americans and then putting the cost of them on the backs of the American people. And this is not helping our country. 
these people running the border are, are not in imminent danger any place. These are open borders uh, toward the destruction of our country. Ellen, you're aware of the longtime communist plan with open borders and how they would destroy the country? Uh, yes, that actually came from um, a couple different places. There was a couple of uh, professors. Yeah, it's um, and Piven. Columbia University. Yes, yeah, that's the Cloward you. and Piven. And so this goes back to Bill Ayers and all these communists. This is you're watching a communist plan, the destruction of America happening before your eyes. This is no different than everything that 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 guy just in my neighborhood, you know, Bill Ayers, that guy, the guy that Barack Obama announced his campaign from his living room um, with with uh, Bill Ayers and his wife, uh, the fellow felon. Uh, of the weathermen. How many people in this country even know anything about those two? Right. And how many people in this country even realize that the weathermen were violent domestic terrorists that engaged in bombing campaigns against places like the Pentagon and the U.S. Capitol? During January 6th, we didn't hear any discussion about that. Oh, gee, you mean those violent terrorists that um, how many people that they killed, including police officers who, in fact, were the ones who brought forward this campaign to destroy the police and also so that they would the police would be too afraid to start doing their jobs. Otherwise, they'll be the ones that are in uh, fact prosecuted. So um, it's really important to understand um Cloward and Piven. That's a communist plan to destroy the country with those, as Alan said, these two Columbia professors. But also it's important to understand prairie fires. Um, in fact, we'll put the link up to prairie fires to their book so that you can download that uh, with the program. It is important to understand what prairie fires is. It is important to understand who these people are. We've had on um, numerous times we've worked with uh, Terry Turchy, one time deputy uh, director of counterintelligence for the FBI, who says this is the touchstone uh, prairie fires as to what's going on in our country right now. And so interesting that Bill Ayers, who turned out not to be just a guy in his neighborhood, was Barack Obama's good friend and also was connected to Michelle Obama. Uh, do you remember that that little history lesson, Alan? Well, I believe that Bernadine Dorn may have had a connection to Michelle Robinson. And remember, all these people uh, came out of Chicago. Well, Obama has a long history before he even arrived in Chicago. But there was a lot of mixing going on in Chicago at different sorts of uh, nonprofit um, organizations, as well as an, old, an entirely other area, which was Barack Obama's entire Middle Eastern network that he was working with in Chicago. That's right. That goes back. Um, Bill Ayers uh, was working with Cuba and the Venceremos Brigade. Those were uh, Middle Easterners that were being trained uh, in Cuba for terrorism. And if you want to understand <laughs> in just very short order, um, who Bill Ayers and Bernadine Dorn, her, her, her um, birth name was actually Bernadine Ornstein. Bernadine Dorn uh, is the name <clears throat> that she then adopted. But uh, do you remember the Sharon Tate, uh, the horrific 
chapter uh, and the weathermen then adopted uh, their salute from that horrible story. So Sharon Tate is a uh, broke in and they murdered these people and they took a fork and stabbed it through her to, into her very pregnant belly and killed her. Um, that is the, the salute that Bernadine Dorn adopted, the time salute. And that's where the weathermen came up with that. It's really quite horrific. But unless people understand who the people are and where this operation is coming from, Bill Ayers was a communist, Bernadine Dorn, a communist. They are the ones, and you, when you understand prairie fires, you can see what they're pushing. You know, uh, group sex with children, uh, take, look no further than what's being pushed in our schools with this transsexualism. And, and uh, I mean, no one's ever seen anyone pushing this kind of garbage on, on children before. In fact, we just had a mother who stood up for it and was indicted. You know, they went after her for not wanting her little children taught some of this garbage. But it's also um, they were connected to the two professors, Cloward and Piven, who had this plan to overrun our borders, you know, and to destroy our sovereign nation. And that's pretty much what we're seeing right now, isn't it? Yes. And getting back to what you just mentioned about the borders, there are a lot of reasons why an open border, especially the southern border right now, is so dangerous. Not only is fentanyl coming over, but also you have um, people that are on the FBI's terror watch list who are then showing up at the border. And then you have possibility of foreign troops being south of the border. And then you have a far left president, AMLO, of Mexico, who's now emboldened and acting like a dictator from Venezuela or acting like Fidel Castro and actually seizing the property of U.S. companies. So Semex, which is a cement company down in Mexico, reportedly working together with Mexican police and Mexican military, just seized the property of a U.S. company. I think it's called Vulcan. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, all these things were known about. And you know, I think a lot of this goes back, I think you'd agree, foundation to all this is the stolen election. And that goes back to Hammer and Scorecard. And the, um, interestingly, the source code to this special access program, the SAP program, the source code was given to FBI General Counsel James Comey, and, excuse me, FBI General Counsel James Baker, and the director of the FBI, James Comey. You know, I used to be a communist. I don't know what I am now, James Comey. And so this cabal um, took power. And you have to wonder how they took power once we knew about Hammer and Scorecard, the SAP program. And we knew that they had the source code. That was part of Dennis Montgomery's immunity agreement. Then that source code ended up in China. You know, the same China that's running the Sinaloa cartel and all the drugs uh, across our border, which has killed 107,000 uh, Americans in just the last year, not to mention COVID, the COVID crisis that was put on our economy, which also destroyed our economy. Not only did it destroy our economy, 
but in particular, uh, our economy was then shrunk with the destruction of the middle class with so many small businesses due to these lockdowns. I mean, it starts to look like an operation, doesn't it? Yes, it does. And it starts to look like collusion between the Biden administration and the cartels. Now, these, as I believe I've heard Terry Tarchi use before, the, uh, the terminology transnational criminal organizations. So these cartels, such as the Sinaloa cartel, and uh, they are they operate across borders. So it's not just a cartel problem in Mexico. They are now operating inside the United States. And yeah. the problem is here. This is this is the the traders among us working with our adversaries. And now that has come to the fore with James Comer as he's exposing the monies, the the large amounts of monies, and we've only heard the beginning, the opening salvos of that, with the deals that have been exposed between the Biden family, the extended Biden family, Joe, Jim, Hunter, with China. And so think about that. This and, and the payments that started coming just after Joe left office as the vice president. Um, and if you understand all the monies and that went to from China to the Bidens, I mean, it's this is not the norm, people. You don't have our adversaries paying our officials. You don't have them um, let have open borders so you can run drugs against our people. If you've studied unrestricted warfare, this is this is unrestricted warfare. This is a biological a weapon against the people. It's biological. It's e- economy. It's lawfare. Um, why do we say it's the economy? Well, because um, what they're doing with the drugs, what they did with COVID, why have there been no answers to any of this? Why is there no answer for there are one million dead Americans, one million dead Americans from COVID? Why is there no answer to this? Why is China um, uh, pirouetting on the, the world stage now with Putin? And as Xi is referring to Putin as his junior partner, and Xi is crowing about taking over the global economy and rising to superpower status. Great. So during a uh, a unrestricted warfare of bioweapons and economic weapons against the United States, they were able to trample uh, the bodies of the um, a million Americans uh, to, to rise. And is that not what we're looking at? Right. So that's a great point about the million Americans who have died, because oftentimes the FBI would spend a lot of resources solving a single murder. You might see an hour-long crime show investigating a single unsolved murder, and the FBI was involved every step of the way. Now, that was a tragedy. But when you have a million Americans die, that's just a statistic, and the FBI is nowhere to be found. Well, and they say um, history repeats itself, and those who don't know history are doomed to repeat it. So we know what took place in China in order to bring Mao into power. And that were the opium wars. So they ran the opium wars on China. Many people were killed, but then Mao was put in place and he killed one 
100 million of his own people. Once again, and it's important that we emphasize this, this is where Anita Dunn, Obama's top policy director, told that her favorite philosopher was Mao. Mao, who killed 100 million of his own people. She had the audacity to, to say that in a speech to students when this is a guy that buried alive 67,000 students. Um, and if the mainstream media were bringing this information to the people, well, perhaps some, but this country would be awake. But right now what we're seeing is that our domestic enemies are working with our, our uh, enemies, and it's not just uh, China, although in, in the main, it is China. And this is important for the American people to understand because there are things that we can do. And, and what we can do is Article 1, Section 10 of the United States Constitution. The Constitution is where our answer lies. We can repel this invasion. Uh, you know, the idea that there's 780 billion in this omnibus spending, you know, we need to, to, to remind our governors uh, that we have the right to stop this invasion. It's not acceptable. It's unconstitutional. In fact, Joe Biden, were he elected, it would be to stand with the American people and to protect them. And when, you're, when you have open borders, that's the last thing you're doing. That wall needs to be finished. And, and understand that what's taken place in the country and why they're going to once again indict Donald Trump, whether it's for show trials or what it's for, it's toward our destruction. Would you agree? Absolutely. This is probably going to be a kangaroo court up there in Manhattan. It's a very weak case, according to a lot of legal observers. But they're going to plow forward with this because it's all about the optics and nothing about actual justice. Yeah, so where do we get justice? <clears throat> and where we need to get justice is talking to our local officials and our governors, but also that Congress should circumvent this criminal administration. It's time um, to understand how uh, we can take back our, our government. And it is, it is not uh, violently. It's through the Constitution, Article 1, Section 10, Article 1, Section, Section 8. Um, you can't just come in and destroy our country and that there are um, no answers to that. So it's, it's important that the American people stand up. Congress should stand up. Congress should circumvent this criminal administration. So, yeah. um, so as we come to the end of this segment, Alan, I'm sorry, but um, let me remind you that um, we're listening to... Um, the America Out Loud talk uh, radio, which plays on iHeartRadio Network, and they can listen to all of our, our shows as they go to Spotify, Stritcher, Pandora, and iHeart Podcasts, and many more uh, at Apple Podcasts. So please listen to our shows and um, send them to your, uh, your friends, share them, because it's important that the American people, you know, those who do not know their history are doomed to, to repeat it. We are making history every day before us. It, this needs to stop. This is the destruction of the United States. This is, you know, this is Kudenhove-Kalergi. This is replacement theory. This is Cloward and Piven. 
If, if you don't know those terms, you need to look them up. If you don't know Article 1, Section 10, Article 1, Section 8 of the U.S. Constitution, look it up. Um, it's one of those things that uh, they stopped teaching in, this, in our schools because they stopped teaching the Constitution to our children. Otherwise, they would be coming home and saying, gee, what is this all about? But so after this break, we'll be back with America Out Loud Talk Radio Network. AmericaOutloud.com. If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought, working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter the body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. For 40 years, alarmists have been warning of a climate catastrophe, yet none of their dire predictions have come true. Temperatures have not soared, sea level rise has not been unusual, and extreme weather events have not increased in either frequency or intensity. In short, there is no climate emergency. For 15 years, the International Climate Science Coalition has led the call for climate realism and a Made in America climate plan. A plan based on real science that responds to the real world needs of Americans, supports economic growth, and strengthens our essential infrastructure. A plan that protects the environment and ensures that Americans can enjoy the blessings of clean air, clean land, and clean water for generations to come. It's time to put ideology and pseudoscience aside. It's time for a sensible climate plan. For more information or to donate, visit our website, icsc-climate.com. Welcome back to the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud talk radio network on iHeartRadio, where you will hear the voice of freedom, the out loud truth, and it's about time for the American people to stand up because your country is being redistributed and not to you. Um, what we're seeing here today um, is, is hardly um, imaginable that this could be taking place. But this is Barack Obama's transformation that he spoke of, the transformation of America. Uh, little did you know that he was transform, 
forming your country so that it wasn't yours and he was handing it over to others. We're seeing that the illegals will now receive free health care, yet at the same time, they're cutting the social services uh, for those who have paid into Social Security. The, their attempt is to, those who paid into the insurance policy, take it away in order to pay for free health care for the illegals. So um, what's taking place is truly your country is being stolen from you. Right now, we have people um, who are calling for the defunding of the police. This is what happens in a, a communist revolution. They want the police to stand down so that they can federalize them and take control of that. What we're also seeing is the treason by Mayorkas um, with his open borders, with Joe Biden, who has the um, express uh, responsibility to protect the American people. You're not protecting the American people when you're having these outrageous numbers running our border. But also, um, you've got the attorney general who's going to school board meetings and um, threatening parents. So it's, you know, we, we have the Marxists in charge. They're pushing Marxist theory. They're, they're trying to brainwash our kids with critical race theory. That's Marxism. That's communism. So this is to uh, socialize, to enslave the American people, to give up your rights, your constitutional rights. And um, some of the things that are taking place right now, it's important what they're doing to Donald Trump. Alan, um, right now they're, they're looking into the National Archives for how they've treated other presidents. And they're once again looking to indict Donald Trump. Uh, is this breathtaking or is this, is this the usual? Um, it's very unfair because it appears that there might have been operatives inside the NARA, that's the National Archives and Records Administration, who are out to get Trump. And so Trump's attorneys very wisely now are trying to find out how NARA handled previous administration's record keeping. Well, Alan, I'm, that's almost laughable, isn't it? It appears that there are those who are inside uh, appearing to get Trump. There are people inside everywhere from um, the, this deep state that were out to get Trump from day one. This was a guy who wasn't a globalist, who was here to make America great again for the American people. And so um, everything that's that the um, opposition is doing is to destroy the country and take it away from the American people, along with their their uh, their constitution, along with the destruction of the U.S. Constitution and the rule of law. Um, the the last people who stood for the U.S. Constitution, um, who had the resilience to stand up for our Constitution, were uh, John F. Kennedy. Ronald Reagan, and now Donald Trump. And so now we have those inside uh, the cabal who are looking to over, overhaul our national security apparatus. And um, what we're watching here is that they're politicizing the justice system. That's destruction of the rule of law. That, again, is unrestricted warfare. That's another component. That's lawfare. And that's a politicization of the legal and justice system. No one's ever seen anything like this in America before. And so when you're going after Donald Trump once again, and these trumped up charges, um, my goodness, isn't his name perfect? Uh, with 
the the trumped up charges that have, have gone nonstop, um, the the left pushing their lies against uh, the Amer America, they're attempting to divert the American people's attention from the things that they are doing in this country, be it uh, what took place in elections where others are saying, hey, this was stolen, where Dennis Montgomery has data, which Mike Lindell is still holding. And I'm assuming he'll bring that forward at some point. But we're, we're looking at this country being dismantled before us. And we're looking at, you know, this is Biden's treason. This is Mayorkas's treason. You know, what, Merrick Garland, what are you doing? I thought you were a man about the rule of law. Um, what is the FBI doing? Didn't these people take the same constitutional oath um, in their positions? These are, um, we're also looking at, you know, I find it really interesting of all these progressive DAs that were put in place by George Soros, the Nazi collaborator. I don't hear the uh, mainstream media talking about that much, do we? No. Uh, in fact, it was for a long time, it was very difficult to find that 60 minutes interview. Um, it had been sort of scrubbed from the interview and then emerged again in an edited version. But getting back to what you were saying about how they're running the government, um, Merrick Garland has turned the Justice Department into some sort of banana republic, third world federal police. And it's embarrassing for the country to have this unconstitutional raid at Mar-a-Lago, you know, not just on national television, but those images were beamed all around the world. And yeah. it's really hurt, hurting our country. And now they're getting ready to try to do another version of that, which is to uh, indict, indict President Trump and arrest him and have his mugshot uh, on every television screen and every newspaper around the world. This is incredibly self-destructive and, and it goes straight to the Biden administration and I would say straight to Barack Obama. Well, it's interesting. And it's sometimes I think that when they're doing something like that, that the American people should stop and think, why do they want us to look at what they're doing to, to Donald Trump right now? Why do they want to perp walk him in handcuffs or put him in a, an orange jumpsuit? But keep in mind that there's something more under underway, underfoot. And that goes back to SBV. Do you agree? Because what we're looking at there is <clears throat> that bank was funding all these deals with China. No one else would take on those loans. They were um, considered too radical. Uh, so then we see now all the people that were in the bank that were connected to Hillary Clinton and to SBV. So why is that important? Well, because now we're hearing that um, as, as, the, uh, as Janet Yellen, and it was really breathtaking that she came out and said, uh, you know, are you going to be, um, people are asking, are you going to be funding the, the regional banks or the uh, other banks or just certain people? She said, well, you know, we as a board decide who we will fund. And, and then she'll put her imprimatur on that as to who she believes should be funded. So you can take these um, and give these loans to SVB so that they can give them to the Chinese when everyone else was uh, risk adverse and refused to make those loans. But now we're going to bail them out and, and make no, have no doubt that will downstream to banking fees to the American people. 
But more disconcerting is that that looks, now they're talking about a digital currency and what this will do uh, to the devaluation of our currency and how they will then implement a, a digital currency. And a digital con- currency is about control. They will decide how much of your own money you can spend and where. This is uh, Chinese social credit scores. This is taking complete control of the American people. And so I, you know, I suggest that not only what's taking place um, with Donald Trump and this new um, indictment, which is completely felonious, uh, and, and really the DA is the one who should be indicted on this. This is not the law. And why they're doing this? Is this to distract you from what they're going to do with the banks? Because remember, SBB should have been paying their own bill and for their own risky loans to China. So what is really taking place here? Alan, you have any thoughts on that? Well, once again, we have the government getting into the business of picking winners and losers. And you saw that back in 2008, 2009, where the government just unilaterally deciding that they were going to bail out companies like AIG and uh, just write off all these mortgage losses. And now, again, we have a bank like uh, Silicon Valley Bank that made the decision to take high-risk accounts to focus on the tech sector, um, which those growth companies are risky. They took on a lot of uh, accounts from China, and then they made another mistake, which was to then invest their depositors' money into 0% or almost 0% treasury uh, bonds, which then they got suddenly stuck holding the bag when these became underwater, and they didn't know what to do. And so Biden comes into the rescue and sets a new precedent in which winners and losers are chosen by the government, and now everybody wins. Well, everybody, everybody loses. Win. Yeah, everybody loses. I was going to say everybody loses. And what they're doing is um, pretty much what they it's on a much bigger scale. But it's what and you have to understand who is behind these Community Reinvestment Act loans where they are handing out ninja loans, loans to people who had no identity, no job. Um, uh, that was in 2007. So they were handing out all these mortgage loans. Right. Community Reinvestment Act loans. As I've explained before, they you could watch the speed pools, you could see the different zones and see where they were getting into trouble, who wasn't paying their mortgages. So you knew when the speed pools turned bad. So then they made that into a trading vehicle, a credit default swap. So you could invest in credit default swaps. Well, when they got um, uh, over, out of balance, the credit default swaps, then, um, and if people can find, you know, Mark Pittman, he's a guy who wrote an incredible series of articles on this. And uh, he sued the Federal Reserve, Mark Pittman did, and he won. And they were to open their books. And he wrote this series of articles, Chinese, I think it's Chinese Dinner for uh, Five or Six. And they made a movie, but they didn't quite tell the truth in it. Big surprise. And um, Mark Pittman then on Thanksgiving weekend, so after he had won uh, that the Federal Reserve had to open their books, then he keeled over with a heart attack, much like Andrew Breitbart did. And it was interesting as he lays out the story on these credit default swaps 
and the um, Community Reinvestment Act loans. But all of this goes very much to Barack Obama and <clears throat> what it did to our um, financial system, but also the TARP funds were pretty much fascism in action as they were uh, taking the banking monies and they were bailing out those that they wanted to and also turning over uh, companies, as I've said before, the General Motors Class A stock and, and um, uh, some of the, the automobile agencies as well. And so this is, this is a communist fascist um, dream of what is being implemented in this country. And this is a continuation of that point in time. You agree? Absolutely. And who can forget uh, Obama's environmental debacle called Solyndra? Talk about picking losers. That was a fiasco. Yeah. And remember who ended up with Solyndra. So how many um, billions upon billions did went into that? And who ended up with it for $1? China. Uh, would that be China? That would be China. Ding, ding, ding. So everything yeah. that's taking place. Um, and also, keep in mind, you know, Senator Powwow, uh, you know, who's out there calling right now how we should manage our economy with SVB and, you know, probably will start cheerleading for the digital currency where they take complete control. Uh, she became a millionaire through those Community Reinvestment Act loans that she uh, was able to get those houses that they started collapsing and taking from people. You know, um, this sure seems like Agenda 2130. You will own nothing and you will be happy. Has that uh, stink all over it, doesn't it? It does. And that goes straight back to what you just talked about, about this uh, new move toward a digital currency and uh, social credit scores. It's very dangerous, the direction that we're going right now. Well, the, there's, there's so much that's happening. But again, and, you know, it's you have to mention the Smith Modernization Act that Obama put in place, which gave, you know, took away the Smith Munt Munt Act of 1948, where you couldn't push propaganda brainwashing on the American people. And instead, you could push these, you know, this propaganda, these lies. That's what's taking place. The American people are not hearing the truth because the mainstream media is not bringing it to them, are they? No, they're not. And we also saw that with what just happened with Twitter, with the Twitter files that came from Elon Musk and reporters like Matt Taibbi, where you saw fascist collusion between government and big business, in this case, big social media business. Yeah. So, you know, it's OK for Antifa to burn cities and our police should be told to stand down. And if the American people uh stand up and protest and they're all tossed in prison and getting outrageous um, sentences for years. So this is to subjugate and silence the American people as they take our country. They're, they're destroying the opposition. They're imprisoning them. They're subjugating them. They're silencing them. And it's going to take the American people to bring the truth. Talk to your neighbors. Bring this to your neighbors. Bring this to your family. Um, we, we, as Ronald Reagan, and please keep repeating this to your fellow Americans, Ronald Reagan, he implored us 
to, to not stand with communism. If we go into that long, dark night of communism, it will be a thousand years of darkness. And we, the American people, cannot. We cannot do that. We have the, the um, responsibility to stand up for our country and to, to stand shoulder to shoulder. There, as General Flynn says, there's 2% of them and 98% of us. And so it's going to take the American people to stand up and to stand shoulder to shoulder and to pray in unison. So first, I want to thank my guest, Alan Jones, investigative journalist. And also, um, I want to remind you, you can find more about my show and get all the latest podcasts if you go to the menu, the menu navigation bar at America Out Loud. And under our show, you will um, see the shows and the articles that we've written. You can also go to theamericanreport.org. So thank you for joining us. Thanks for joining us on the mission. The National Security Hour is the tip of the spear and the epic battle to defend the United States of America. Mm-hmm.